Hello and welcome to the first episode of As the World Burns, the only news show that's worth listening to As the World Burns, where I'm a host, Brandon, and I am joined by Red. Red, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? Uh, we are... I want to say that we're doing something a little different with this show. We want to bring you guys the news stories that you don't exactly hear about on a day-to-day basis. You know, especially in these chaotic and trying times, it's all this campaign bullshit and coronavirus this and pandemic that. and It's just a bunch of chaos and bullshit. So we want to give you guys a break from the norm and find the the not-so-talked-about news stories that I think would entertain you in these times. Noteworthy news to catch up on while oh. the word world burns down around you, Brandon. Absolutely. The only news that matters, the only stories that matter while all this shit's going on. So while the world burns down around you and you're so patiently waiting for something to happen... Turn on As the World Burns podcast and listen to the news that matters. Everything else doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And look, what better way to kick off our our news show here than with a story coming to us all the way across the world in the great land of Vietnam, Red, where did you know they have police have raided a market who were repackaging and selling used condoms. You know, I heard about this on Facebook. I didn't get into the article, but I did breeze by it, and I do know what you're talking about. Okay, so they went in and they raided this place. A woman had confessed that she was a... she had purchased a uh, a condom that was repackaged. They, They know... They know that they're buying these things used. It's not like this place is scamming you out. It's so fucking bizarre. But she confessed to this, and the police went to this market where they raided it, and they found over 320,000 recycled condoms repackaged and ready to be distributed. Now, there's a way to recycle a condom properly, Brandon, and I hope these condoms got recycled properly. Before they got repackaged, you do know you do know how to recycle a condom, right, Brandon? Well, I've never really had to, so no. Uh, you know that that that's like that's like throwing the argument to me that you're able to share needles, Red. Like I don't want to figure out if you can. I'm no. I'm okay with spending three dollars on another packet of condoms if I have to. Listen, listen, listen. You you turn it inside outwards and you shake the fuck out of it. Okay. I wasn't really talking about recycling condoms. I mean, for fuck's sake, condoms are like 2 or $3. Of course you can just go get another condom. Right. Yeah. Now, well, a- according to the article, they said that after purchasing... They, they said that they purchased all these condoms from one man. One man sold them 320,000 used condoms. <laughs> oh, my God. And after they purchased them from said man, they washed them out, reshaped them, and packaged them back in the bag. Which means that they they grabbed over a quarter million used condoms full of this man's jizz. Which I don't know how long he was holding on to them for. Do they they, they relubricate them and all that too? It just says that they were they were washed and reshaped. So I imagine that they're not 
they're not lubing these things back up. I think they're just cleaning them and then re-rolling them back up so that they'll fit in whatever packaging they're trying to sell them into. Okay, next question. Is this some type of fetish thing or are they like legitimately no. like reselling used condoms as a, like a for real thing? It's just a for real business. Like they like they're just literally trying to make a quick buck by selling you a recycled item. Look, look, you and I purchase items every day in our lives, Red, that are made from recycled materials. So who <laughs> yes, are we, we to judge the people of Vietnam for trying to recycle their condoms? <laughs> I mean, is shit that bad in <laughs> Vietnam? <laughs> I wasn't aware. It, it, during this pandemic, you know, or all, like, I like maybe condoms weren't being made for a certain while in Vietnam, and they ran out of them. And like someone decided to plan ahead. And look, if you're holding on to three hundred and twenty thousand used condoms that you have, like, look, you're not. You personally are not going to have a quarter million condoms just floating around your house, and you're going to hold on to them. Like, like, they're not random people's, you know. So. How long was he holding on to all these used condoms for, and where do you keep them? So, there's a condom shortage in Vietnam. No, I can't even guarantee that. I'm just, I'm just trying to justify what would make you want to do this. Well, I'm just hypothetically speaking here. There's a condom shortage in Vietnam. So, somebody gets the wise idea to say, hey... Um, Hey, uh, something Wong, why don't you, uh, <laughs> something Wong, <laughs> say, save all your condoms and we'll recycle them and we'll make a shit ton of money because of the condom shortage. Like there's a coin shortage in America. There's a condom shortage in Vietnam. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how, like, I, I just, I would just stop fucking. If it got to that point where I was trying, they were pushing used condoms on me. I just stopped fucking. I mean, or is just it go in there is, raw? Like, what is it? A, is it a lucrative business to where they have to have one man supply all the condoms? Why not get a group of guys? That's a great idea. <laughs> you know, like you can make it a charitable organization where it's like condoms for toys or something like that. Yeah, Jimmy's for tots. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Did they think they were going to try to compete with, like, Trojan or somebody? I mean, I don't understand what the deal is here. Well, I'm, you know, it's Vietnam. I don't really think that their uh, Trojan's a real competitor in their market. You know, I don't know how far their products reach, but... You know, I genuinely think that this was just a black market thing that someone was just trying to make a quick buck off of. But really, when you're talking about 320,000 condoms, and again, I know I've said that number a lot, but I'm trying to drill it home. 320,000. That's an investment. That's a lot. You're talking gallons of jizz went into this project. Please tell me you have the name of this company. It's not a, it's not a name. It's just a person. It was just a it was just a market like like some Asian market that they were selling them at. It was one person doing this. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a company doing it. It was just one person selling used condoms. Okay, well that's a horse of a different color then. I mean, this is just some fucked up shit. Why <laughs> would you? <laughs> you you thought it was some Trojan competitor? 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like a like a startup, you know what I mean, like a Kickstarter project or something. Ooh, God! Instead of instead of um, you know pledging money to my company to get me started, just send me condoms to reuse. Genius idea. That's fucking oh, ridiculous, God, man. Yep, that's uh, that's the world that we're living in. Well, speaking of used condoms, Brandon. Um, I'm going to stay in the sex genre right now for a second. <sighs> There's a company that, I mean, you've already got companies that make female sex dolls. Well, there's a company out there that makes male robots. The ultimate pleasure experience. Male love robot could replace men for good. Ooh, that's terrifying. Well, everybody knows that sex dolls are nothing new. You know what I mean? Like they've been around. For, oh, of course not. They've been around for several, several years. But there's a male doll that's actually a robot. It's not just a doll; it's an actual robot. So that means it should do as any other regular man should do. You can even talk to this thing. You can. It's 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 ridiculous. There's um, a couple companies out there that make this real doll. Everybody knows what a real doll is. But this company is making a robot that you have... Um, the article says you have little to worry about as far as user experience goes. For instance, battery recharges should become a thing of the past. So you don't have to charge up your dildo. You don't have to charge up your sex toys or put batteries in them or anything like that. And, and so the, how does it get powered up? Yeah, the the article is super vague about what what it, you know the whole entire process, but it's supposed to be this advanced design using the doll is supposed to make you have uh, no further use for biological males. Like it, it talks to you, it carries on conversation, it cares about your day, it cares what your hair looks like, it it, it tells you that your Jesus ass Christ. isn't fat when you ask it if it looks fat in this dress. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to do away with man altogether. And you can purchase these things with certain traits. Right? You can you can buy them with certain personalities, certain traits, like their whole entire backstory. Like, you can get a construction worker, you can get an office person, you can get a, you know, a rock star, whatever you want. Um, and essentially, this robot acts just like your husband or boyfriend would. Like, it, it's, you know, but you get to, it does what you want it to do. There's no talking back or anything like that. Why? If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to those lengths, to like, like, this has to be the rare group of female incels, right? That that are making this sort of thing. Like, look, I am all for fuck dolls. I am all for like, look, we said it several times. Fuck any inanimate object that you want to. I'm all for it. But when it comes to the point where you're sick, I don't need a pocket pussy with a personality. You know, I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> To, to talk to me and t ask me how my day is, it 
if it if I'm using it to come, I don't need to know its inner thoughts and desire. It, it's one thing if you're talking about a partner, but if you're talking about a fucking vibrator, like why do I need to know what the what my vibrator is thinking? And and does that and if you're gonna go to those lengths, like does does that mean that the sex doll can say no? Like can my sex doll like? Re- reject my advances if I decided to, to make a move on it or can it go out and cheat on cheat on me and fuck other people it's... well I don't think it's sentient you know what I mean like when you when you're when when you're going into those le- when those lengths though I mean you're it's damn well sentient so okay so I think what the idea is is to it's, it, they call this thing the ultimate pleasure experience. It doesn't have a name like Bob or Jim or Trevor or anything like that. They call it the ultimate pleasure experience. So what I'm guessing is this thing, what was the guy's name that uh, <coughs> married the sex doll? We done the episode of uh, What the Doc on it. What was the guy's name? Something Cat. Dave Cat. Dave Cat, yes. He marries an inanimate sex doll, right? He puts makeup on it. He dresses with it. He sleeps with it. Like, he he goes out on it's dates so with it. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck. But I think this, this male robot sex doll thing is only, like, I don't think it, I, I mean, I, like I say, the article that I got this from is super vague. But I don't think this thing is able to, like, walk around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's able to move around and do all these things and walk down the street holding hands with you and go into work and all this shit. It's meant for you to keep it at home. So, I'm assuming you get to turn it on and off when you want to, so you only get to interact with it. Damn when... right you do. Yeah, so you... <laughs> so you only get to interact with it at your discretion. Like, I don't think... You know, you keep it, it just stays on, sitting on the couch, flipping through the fucking TV in his underwear the whole time. You know what I mean? Um, so, I really don't think it can say, Look, I, just, I really don't think I just it would say, a... well, I really don't think it would say no to advances or, or, or anything like that. I just feel like, you know, this is just. That's what I want. Well, it's just, a, it's, it, it, it's a robot with a personality. Or a sex Look, toy with I a just, like, even if there's no actual sentience going on here, I just want to live in a world where my sex toy could look can look at me and say, no, I'm not feeling it tonight, or I got a headache, or something. Like, even if there's no actual, like, personality or anything, I just want, like, a random... You know, like when you pull on a pull a string on a kid's toy and it says random things yes. or whatever. Like that's kind of what I want here, where it's it's just <laughs> pre-recorded voices, and all and one of them is just no, I'm not feeling it. I mean, uh, I, I'm yeah. I'm not I don't I'm not too keen on being replaced. You know what I mean? Because I like pussy. You know what I mean? So, um, well, you're not being you're not being replaced, Red, because it's only fucking your wife. You're still there to do everything else. You just become a cuck to this sex toy. Uh, yeah, maybe. Still not into that, huh? <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's not like they're gonna send me to some, you know, dickless concentration camp or anything. You 
know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna, just going to get shipped off somewhere. <laughs> well, damn. Right? And that's not what's going on here. They're not going to replace not. every man with, like, super sex robots and then, like, ship all the real men off to dickless, concent- dickless concentration camps or something. Well, that really depends on how good these dolls can fuck. Yeah, I don't know if I can compete with a robot, man. I'm 40 years old. I, I know it, dude. Like, it's only downhill from here for us. I get tired easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could only do so much. Right. So we could tag team. Like, I could uh, just, all right, dude, it's time for you to take over. I've done all I can do. Yeah, I feel like she would definitely notice the difference. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> but I feel like if I only uh, if okay. I only last five minutes and I tap out and bring him in, he's going to last for however long he wants to fucking go unless they like predetermine strokes and a safe word. Well, I mean, does it ejaculate? Does it come or does it just go on forever? You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be an end game here. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen dildos that produce fake cum, you know what I mean? And so it, it, it could, it can create something to shoot out. I'm sure. But robots can't eat pineapple to make their cum taste good. So fuck you, robots. <laughs> well, I guess they could just put like I guess they should just put like uh, the little drink mix cartridges in them where they could make it taste like anything. Damn, dude, they got you beat at every turn. I know. Like I don't have cum that tastes like fruit punch or bubble gum or anything else. Oh, that's a fucking game changer. That that's like when all those vape companies came out with like cotton candy flavored vapes and everyone was losing their fucking mind. Uh, yeah, dude, we could capitalize on this. We could start our on cum vape juice company. Oh, man. Just the name of it was it's gross <laughs> enough, but that's gotta be the name of the company, cum vape juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we just make flavors of cum that you insert these cartridges into these male robots and they come and you get whatever flavor you want, like cotton candy and Cinnamon roll and bubble gum and fruit punch and all this kind of crazy shit. Okay, so it's like it's like one of those Coke freestyle machines, but it's just for jizz. Right. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, God damn, dude! What a world we live in. <laughs> what a, what a time to be alive. Right. <laughs> we're getting we're getting oh, replaced shit. by sex robots while the world burns down. Yep. Well, speaking of sex robots, Red. You know, you and I are are big fans of music, you know, mm-hmm. and we we can appreciate a quality supergroup, can we not? Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah, so it, it's it's one of my great my favorite things in the world is when a group of really talented musicians from other bands get together and form something that is completely unique in its own right and sounds amazing. So. A new supergroup has formed, Red, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm so glad that I can bring it to you today. You better not be talking about the fucking Hollywood vampires or whatever the fuck it is. Are you talking about, like, Johnny Depp's fucking band? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Okay. No, this is new. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is new. Okay. No, no, that, that group will show up on Shitty Song of the Week, trust me. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple, actually. <laughs> All right, excellent. Okay, now this group is comprised of mem- of <laughs> members of Slipknot, Deftones, and Guns and Roses. Oh my crew. god! No, no, I don't know if you heard me. It's Slipknot, Deftones, and Guns and Roses's 
crew. Guns N' Roses' crew. This is a supergroup comprised of roadies. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Slipknot. Wait a minute. <laughs> Slipknot's roadies, Deftones roadies, and Guns N' Roses roadies. And Linkin Park's. And Linkin Park's roadies. Yep. They all got together and they formed the band. <laughs> Called what? Knives. Spell N or K N I F E S. Seriously? Oh yeah, one hundred percent serious. Knives. <laughs> yep, and they're calling themselves a supergroup. Oh yeah. And I, I happen to have their first hit song coming off of their new solo album. Oh yeah. Or I can't call it a solo album. Their new album. <laughs> a solo album. No, it's not a solo. It's a lot of motherfuckers. Sounds like. Yeah, no, it's 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 a new album that's coming out on October. Well, actually, it came out today called Proof of Concept, and this song is called The Come Down. <laughs> so I'm just gonna play it for. I'm gonna play it for you from the beginning here. How, appro- how appropriate! That's gonna... such an appropriate name for a song after the conversation we just had. Yeah. Right. No kidding. So. Prepare to come down to the sweet dulcet tones of knives. Okay, after listening to the first 30 seconds of it, Brandon, you're going to have to stop it right there for just a second. That sounds like every group that you just named. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's nothing special about it at all. Like, it sounds... I heard a little bit of all the bands that you named off beforehand. Yep. And in the beginning, you know, you got to love the first 10 seconds of just random jarbled noise for fucking no reason, only to come into this super loud generic guitar riff. Yeah, it's it's so like nineties. Like it has like I, I hear a version of all those bands together at some point in time in their career. It's super yeah, weird. Man, I can't stand all in thirty seconds though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and the the vocals sound like uh was it Wes Scantlin from fucking Puddle of Mud? Yes. Yes. I was thinking Wes Scantlin or the dude from Saliva. Yep, there you go. I don't know his name, but you know who I'm talking about. But look, if you're going to call yourself a supergroup and you're going to have the audacity to come out with, with, just try something that's not generic. Like, there's nothing special about this. You could tell me that this album came out in 2003 and I'd believe you. Yes. This is brand new, you said, right? Oh, yeah. It just came out today that we're recording. Oh, wow. So brand new. Like, okay, so... Play the next 30 seconds, so I'd like to hear some more of it. So, just to see if, you know, it does it does it change? 
at all, or is it does it does it take any no. weird turns well, or anything? Let's let's continue on, and you tell me. All right, so just give me the next thirty seconds, and we'll play whatever you want to play after that. But I just want to hear some more of it, just to get an idea, because that's only thirty seconds. But anyway, right. In my pride, face down, hands in the mud again, knocked out, controlling commands, uncrowned, trying to come. Okay, Brandon. Okay. I, I also heard Scott Weiland in there. Like, that dude sounds a lot yeah. like Scott Weiland. Like, 1990s Scott Weiland. Not heroin 2000 Scott Weiland. Right. I mean, it's plain. Yeah, there's nothing special about it. Like, even the lyrics. Like, like I tried to comprehend, break down, and meet their demands. Like, there's nothing special about this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, that, that's weird because it's so, it's super, I think generic is about the only way to explain that. I, that is not a super group by any means. No, this literally, it literally, I honest to God think I found the most generic rock song to ever come out in all of history and it should have been written 20 years i I feel like this song was written 20 years ago but just now started to come out (laughs) like this like 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 all of a sudden it's like courtney love comes out with like oh this new thing that kurt cobain wrote but was never released until today or some stupid bullshit i feel like that's what this should be for like trapped if trapped came out like 20 years from now and was like oh we have this the secret track that no one ever heard of before. This is it. It's, it's so fucking mm. stupid. Yeah, dude, that's, uh, I feel like the, the first minute. Not, not even, much... not even the knives. Well, yeah, I feel, but I feel like the whole, that first minute that we listened to there, I feel like that's the whole song. Yeah, it pretty much is like the, there isn't much of a change for the course and it keeps going on and then there's a shitty little excuse for a solo like there's nothing there's nothing about this that's where I could have brought this to shitty song of the week but no one would know who the fuck this was so it's I'm going to lose in the polls cuz I'm like like knives who the fuck is knives yeah i mean the 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 band name is pretty funny you know just to play on words instead of saying knives it's yeah, I mean it's kind of funny. I mean I get it. It's whatever. Yeah, but if you're gonna do that, then you should do. You should have a gimmick to you like Psycho Stick or something like you or, or like Ninja Sex Party where it's a comedy group. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, if this was a comedy song, I would I would get behind this a little yeah. more. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I mean it, it's all fuck. It's it, it's all fucked up. But when you add, um. Uh, 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 Guns and Roses in there, the roadies for Guns and Roses. I mean, come on. I can res- I can somewhat respect Slipknot. I can somewhat respect Lincoln Park. You know what I mean? And w- w- Deftones. I-, I mean, I was a huge Deftones fan in high school. You know what I mean? But yeah, but were you fans of their roadies? No, but I mean those guys. Well, 
<laughs> I mean, all right, let's, let's be truthful here. Let's be truthful here. The roadies have nothing to do with um, songwriting, the music writing, or anything like that. They load and unload gear, and they tune guitars and instruments. I mean, right. And somewhere in between all that tuning and untuning and loading guitars, they decided to pick them up and write songs. Oh, well, dude, come on. You've never been to a concert and you're waiting for the main attraction to come out, the main band, like the headliner, and the curtain closes after the opening act. And a few minutes later, you hear, and you're like, oh, everybody everybody in the crowd's freaking out because they think it's the fucking band, when in reality, it's the fucking roadies tuning guitars. I went I went and saw Buckethead last year before the, all this pandemic shit and before Buckethead came on stage his roadie sh- his roadie came, walked out and picked up his guitar and started you know tuning it and messing around and then he played a little bit with it and I'm, I'm sitting here like laughing my ass off like you're trying to play before fucking Buckethead does get the fuck out of here yeah I mean it's it's a it's a um, an unwritten law I guess with roadies I'm I'm assuming. Because I've never been to a show where it didn't happen. Like in between sets or in between bands, the roadies and the guitar right. techs come out. The roadies and the guitar techs come out. They tune guitars. They set up mic, uh, mic stands and guitar stands and all this shit. At least one fucking roadie has got to pick the guitar up and fucking throw out some deedly deedlies for the crowd to get them pumped up. I've never been to a show that that didn't happen. Never have I ever been to a show where that didn't happen. So it's only natural for, you know, I guess when these guys, when these bands tour together, you know, the roadies get together and they, they hang out and they chew the fat backstage together and shit. Like, hey man, we should start a band. Like, we know everything about guitars and drums and basses and shit. We should start a band. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes, too. Yeah. So this exactly what happened. And this is what you get as a result of it. Yep, you get knives. You get knives. Yeah. Of all the fucking things to call yourselves, you call yourselves knives. Oh, my God. Anyway. Speaking of bland, generic, roadie supergroups, Brandon. Um, I've got a Florida woman story for you this evening. Ooh, do tell. Yeah, this one's kind of weird, though. I mean, Florida man, Florida woman stories are normally off the charts anyway, but this one's kind of excessive. So, Florida police arrested a woman for savagely attacking her father after becoming frustrated by his excessive flatulence. (laughs) So, he was farting too much and she couldn't handle it anymore? Yeah, according to arrest affidavit, Nicole Dozois... 40 years old, shares a bedroom with her 59-year-old dad, which is weird all in itself. One night around 2 a.m., Duzois, um, wait a minute, hold on, where'd my story go? Um, at 2 a.m., she became very angry with her father due to his excessive flatulence, and a verbal altercation ensued. Well... When the words didn't work, the daughter's anger then turned physical. During the heated argument, Dojois punched her father in the face several times. Okay, look. <clears throat> sometimes sometimes you gotta let it go. 
You know, I, you can't be mad at someone for having a bad case of the farts because shit happens sometimes. What can you do? But I feel like if it gets to the point where she's punching you in the face, <laughs> you're doing it on purpose. You're the asshole who's thinking it's so fucking funny that you're just ri- letting it rip on command. Like, literally, you're the asshole. Yeah, I feel like if right. I feel like if it's to the point where you're getting punched in the face because of your farting, you either have like super bad gas, or um, you're doing it on purpose, like you say. Like I, I don't know, I, I, I I've had some bad gas in my life, right? I get I tend I tend to get a little gassy sometimes when I eat certain foods. Never have I ever. It happens. Yeah, never have I ever had had gas so excessively that it pissed somebody off to the point of physical violence. Yeah, but I have been pissed off by extreme flatulence before, so I get it. Look, my kid, my kid farts on command, and he farts out of spite to piss me off. So it. it <laughs> I, it, there are moments where I'm just like, God damn it! I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you in the face if you keep farting. I think I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, my my my, my little boy has known for the same thing. Like, and every time he does, dude, it smells like something crawled up his ass and died. You know what I mean? Like, it's just terrible. Right. It's terrible. You know, I, I guess I could see, you know, getting. Mad enough at farts to punch somebody in the face. It's just funny to say it. You get you get physically angry to where you want to punch somebody in the face over a fart. It's just crazy to me. I mean, Florida. But in this article that I got this from, really quick, in this article that I got this from, it says that Florida is notorious, and we all know for the Florida man stories that come out sometimes uh, for some of the most bizarre and often hilarious crime stories. And it says, recently, Florida cops arrested another woman. It's just a little side story. Recently, Florida cops arrested another woman after she elbowed, kicked, and scratched her spouse in his sleep due to his repeated farting in bed. So. Oh, so this is a common thing. Yeah, so evidently there's. I wonder. There's repeat offenders here. You know what I mean? How many calls? How many calls to statistically do people get, like cops or 911, that are flatulent related. I'd say it was probably that that that, that uh, statistics probably pretty high. I would say. I I feel like it's way higher than we're expecting it to yeah, be. Yeah, I feel like it's way higher than we give it credit for, honestly, because that literally turns into a domestic violence or battery charge. You know what I mean? But just because it, you know it's going to start with right. a part, it turns into something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. Oh, God damn. Um, oh, yeah, so shit. Florida woman beating her dad's ass for farting a lot. Well, speaking of extreme flatulence, Red. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a big uh-oh. This is, this is probably the way to close every show. I feel like we should close every episode with this exact same thing. The same story every time? <clears throat> I mean, we could try to spice it up, but after I read this to you, I don't, I don't see how. All right. <laughs> okay. Look, social media is a weird fucker. I think we can all agree to that. It's, it's one of the more bizarre aspects of our life that we use. Uh-huh. Now, 
Facebook and Twitter have uh, been showing me posts from people that I am not friends with and that I don't follow way more than has it ever happened to you where like you're going through your Facebook feed and you see a post from somebody that you don't fucking know and they're not on your friend list? Uh, no. Really? Okay. So <laughs> I saw I saw a post that really it got my attention because of the image that was on the post. I'm going to send that to you in a second here. But I read the text that followed this image and I was I was blown away by the fact that this came up on my Facebook feed. I'm not quite sure what to make of it. So I thought I'd save it and share it with you in a much more appropriate manner here. Okay. I'm intrigued. Uh, okay. I don't I don't I think you're going to regret this, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to regret it? Holy hell. It's probably like a big fat yeah. black okay. cock or something. <sighs> Well, I mean, I'm glad to know that that's on your list of things that you would, in fact, regret. Of course I would regret that. Who the fuck wouldn't? <laughs> okay, no. Um, I'm, not even, I'm not even worried about doxing this person. The person who's who posted this goes by the name of Brian Palmer. I don't know who Brian Palmer is, so fuck them. They, are, they wanted to post this on the internet publicly. They are going to get the credit okay. for it. This is ex- uh, it's a little long, okay. so bear with me here. It goes into detail, so just keep it in mind. Okay. Octopuses do not have any bones with the exception of their beaks. So if you are responsible and depraved enough to be literally the life support of your eight-limbed friend, you can de-beak it like how you declaw a cat and then push your member into its feed chute. There's more. Mm, boy. You can then <laughs> you can then let it subsist on your baby batter. So this dude's theory is that you could take the beak off of an octopus and then use your dick as a feeding tube to keep this thing alive. Um, no. Okay. Well, hold hold on. Because... Yeah, no, hold, wait a minute. Wait, okay. wait just a fucking minute here. <laughs> Okay. All right. Dude, I, I, I am not blowing smoke up your ass. This is 100% showed up on my Facebook feed, and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I have to share this. All right, this. number one, I'm, I don't want to get that close to a fucking octopus or its beak. Okay? Yep. Number two, I mean... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's kind of cruel to rip a fucking beak off of an octopus when the octopus hasn't done anything to you. Number three, I'm not sticking my dick in an octopus mouth. Because what happens when this motherfucker inks all over you and you got this black shit just covering everything about you? And number two, number or number five or whatever the fuck I'm up to now, just because this thing doesn't have a beak or a mouth or whatever the fuck you're calling it, doesn't mean that that thing couldn't rip your shit off like that with whatever the fuck out el- whatever yeah. with whatever the fuck else is in there. Uh, uh-uh. not happening. Fuck th- th- this. Fuck, this could have fuck been, Brian Palmer. This could have been perfect for the uh, the brain cheese. Honestly, it, it this continues on and. It- 
it gets it gets more and more increasingly erotic as it goes. So. Yeah, like for a second, I didn't know whether to you know tell you I had a chubby or disgusted at the fact that this person is wanting to stick his dick in an octopus mouth. It, it, well, well, let's let's continue on and see how you feel about it. In continue. A little bit. <laughs> There's more. Uh, oh yeah, dude. What else can you do to a fucking octopus? Uh, well, let's find out. Please do continue. The octopus is smart, very smart. It will learn that without its beak, it cannot feed on anything else but your human seed that has to be milked from you. Every morning, you will feel your clothes slide off and a damp wet or a damp weight on your lower half. <laughs> the sensation creeps up your body. Until most of the jiggly mass has enveloped your entire length, it will start pumping as fast as it can, for it is hungry. What? <laughs> Dude, there's, there's more. <laughs> oh my god. The animal... Oh wait, oh, I gotta get in the right mood for this. <clears throat> the animal gyrates its empty <laughs> stomach and the folds of its brain rubbing on your glands, begging for nutrition. Your climax, you climax and give the marine creature its breakfast. (laughs) The pumping slows down, but doesn't stop to milk out the last few drops of its meal. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Okay, so I... uh, This is straight straight out of the pages of the brain cheese. Oh yeah, and <laughs> I was so fucking no 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 do not post that as my story on Facebook. That's a huge <laughs> Come on, Brandon. That would have been b b b bad because I'm about to send it to you. Where's your sense of adventure? Oh, trust me, you'll you'll agree this one needs to stay here. Wow, there's there okay there's oh boy. Yeah, that showed up on my Facebook page. Oh, boy. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> so, as the world burns, is going to have a Twitter page, okay? We don't know. Is that the profile page? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what the handle is yet. We'll let you know whenever it happens. But we got to share this, dude. We got to send this out to the world. This The world has to see this. <laughs> and that is definitely going to so be the background be pod- to this- as the world burns background uh, show graphic. I was going to say is that our <laughs> podcast like show art? Yeah. <laughs> we just we just put as the world burns in a picture of that. Yeah, we we should have called the show Octopus Dick or something. <laughs> that sounds like a really shitty name for a death metal band. Oh my god. Yeah, so I mean I, I don't know what brought that to my Facebook page or, like, my feed to where, uh, like, you know, because I'm, I'm scrolling through all these, you know, pottery pages and podcast shit. And all of a sudden, this picture of a man being groped by an octopus comes up to my uh, feed. And there's a story that goes with it that I was like, I have to learn more. <laughs> so I'm, 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 one, I'm looking at this picture, Brandon, of this man lit back on the beach with an octopus over his shit. Yeah. You, 
You can't not look it, at it. Right? I know. It's like a train wreck. So, is that real? Do you think? Oh, God. I don't know, dude. It. If it's a drawing, it's a very detailed Well, I'm not drawing. saying a drawing. It's may, It might be photoshopped or something. I mean, that, that that could be it, too. It's a really good photoshop, though. Yeah, a really good photo. Dude, I'd be scared of what the fuck's inside that octopus head. But then again, like, who's who's going to pay for that photo shoot? Like, what photographer do you call where you're like, hey, man, I got a great <laughs> photo shoot on a beach yeah. Now, is there a is there a turn is there a word for this kind of? There's a everything is a thing, right? So, is there is there a name for this? Yeah, it's zoophilia. Would would it be called zoophilia? I mean, I know about zoophiles. Would that be considered zoophilia though? Because it's a marine animal. A man fucking an octopus. Yeah, is that not- a man fucking an octopus? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking it's more you know like because it's a marine animal, not like a regular. Like there's a, there's got to be so, another so what, name aqua for it. zoophilia, aquatic zoophilia. Yeah, aquatophilia or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Did I just make up a word? I think I did. Aquatophilia. Oh my god. That's what it is? Aquatophilia. Yep. You're welcome. Call Webster. Write it down. Yep. There's the name of the episode. Aquat. <laughs> Aquatophilia. I can't even spell it if I wanted to. I'll try though. I'll figure it out. Yeah, that's That's fucking weird, dude. Like, my whole thing. Okay, maybe in a weird world, that might be something. You know what I mean? But who the fuck just thought, hey, you know what? If I rip that parrot beak off of that fucking octopus right there, I might be able to stick my dick in that. Who comes up with that? (laughs) Like, who's the first person that does? Look, there, there is a person... There has there is a person who has looked at every single thing on this planet and thought I could stick my dick in it. Somewhere in this world, there is a person who has looked at one object, like, like even even you. There might be a point in your life where you find an object or you've already found it where you looked at it and were like, "Can I stick my dick in that?" <laughs> it's come up a time or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is though, dude, like you would have to know the anatomy of an octopus just to even have that idea in your head because nobody knows what the fuck's inside of an octopus mouth. You know what I mean? Like for all we know, the beak is just to pick the food up with. What the fuck chews it? You know you know what I'm well, saying? I mean, it's not it's not some mysterious creature that we've never studied before, Red. We we dissected octopi and looked inside them before. Okay, would you stick your dick in an octopus mouth, Brandon? No, God. Okay, oh. then. <laughs> because fear of the unknown is what I'm saying here. Nobody knows what's going to happen when you stick your dick in a fucking octopus mouth. I mean, come on. Look. I'm going to I'm going to agree with you on that in a sense. Like I I think I think the I I a I'm not turned on by octopi. No. So the idea doesn't allure doesn't allure to me, but I feel like I would be I'd be more, there's more fear of the ripple effect of what would happen when I got caught <laughs> versus the actual fear of fucking an octopus. Like I feel like I could get over that and fuck the octopus but I'd be more afraid of getting caught and what would happen after the fact. So what you're saying is you would fuck an octopus, but you're scared to get caught. 
Look, if I wasn't going to get caught. <laughs> I would, but you know what I mean? Somebody might see me, but so I ain't going to do that. But, you know, <gasps> if I was the only one. Well, if it look, was just yeah, me I, and an octopus left in the world, you know, I might stake my dick here. Look, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But my wife fell for a sentient fuckbot. So yeah, what am I left to do? Right? Yeah, man's got to get. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Octopuses? Octopi? <laughs> Octopussy? Hey, there you go. Octopussy. I don't know why we didn't take it took us it took us this long to get right. to that. <laughs> yeah. So is it aquatophilia or octopussy? You never know. I like I really like aquatophilia. That's that sounds way more professional. <laughs> yeah. Aquatophilia slash octopus. Uh, God damn. Well, that's a that's that's how I'm going to wrap up. I feel like I feel like I have to find uh, a, a example of aquatophilia or something exotic <laughs> for you to close the show out. Yeah, you got you got you got you got a bar set now. You have to one up yourself every single I, time. I really, yeah, I really have to ramp it up. Mm. I can't wait to see what you bring next week. Yeah, god damn, dude, that's that's all I fucking got for today. Yeah, that about sums it up. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for sitting back with us and watching as the world burns. This has been Brandon. I'm red. And, oh yeah, that's right. We're ending this one differently. Yeah. This is Richard Cheese with his version of WAP. There's some whores in the house. There's some whores in the house I said certified freak Seven days a week Wet ass pussy Make that pull out game weak Beat it up baby Catch a charge Extra large and extra hard Put this pussy right in your face Swipe your nose like a credit card Hop on top, I wanna ride I do a Kegel while it's inside I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage From the top, make it drop That's some wet ass pussy Yeah, you fucking with some Wet ass pussy Bring a bucket and a mop For this wet ass pussy Give me everything you've got For this wet ass pussy My head game is fire Punani Dasani it's going in dry and it's coming out soggy If he fuck me and ask whose is it When I ride the dick I'ma spell my name Ah! From the top make it drop That's some wet ass pussy Get a bucket and a mop It's so wet and gushy Ugh. I'm talking wep 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 That's some wet ass pussy Macaroni in a pot That's some wet ass pussy <laughs>